Friday, December 8th, and Sleepers Enterprises are under fire. Attacks from third parties that just we could not have seen coming. But uh, we do what all great organizations do. We show our resolve in moments like this, and that's why Carter Elliott is on this Zoom call. How are you doing, Cart? Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm a, I'm a little bit emotional right now. I, I almost had to say goodbyes to my MacBook. Um, I thought it was the end for it. Um, this thing's been cooking. Probably like 2017. So it's it's got some years. It's got some mileage on it. A lot of illegal streams and things like that. So uh, every day is a blessing with it. And I think I took that for I took that for granted. And I feel grateful right now that it turned on. Well, here we are. We uh, we both intended to get on here at eight. It's eight twenty one in the morning. Uh, hard stop a little after nine this morning. So we'll try and fly through some of this. But uh, I just had a sneeze attack while we're talking about adversity. I mean, I, no earthly man should be awake at this hour. I just want to say that. Like, I know I'm a dad and dads are supposed to like wake up early and mow the lawn and uh, rub some dirt on shit. Like, that's what you're supposed to do every single morning when you wake up. You're just supposed to do that. No earthly human should wake up before 9 a.m. I believe that with my soul. You're you're and you're not a morning person. No, nope. Does that like switch when you're a father? Because like, that's a thing that scares me about when the day for fatherhood comes for me. Yeah, I no, 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 it doesn't. Um, I don't know. I think I'm better at it. Like, I just accept I like I've accepted now as a dad, you just do a lot of things you don't want to do. That's, oh, okay. just, that's just life now. And you you kind of just deal with it. That includes getting up early. Make sure you're keeping all these notes for like the future. Like when Murph's way older and like you need some assistance, like we're bringing up receipts. Yeah, that's true. Also, uh, would you like to respond to the allegations that in your trip to Kalamazoo tomorrow, where you and the wife are coming, uh, there are some rumors, there's some rumblings underneath the surface that uh, we might get a little announcement from the Elliott family tomorrow. Would you like to respond to those allegations? Oh, there will be no announcements tomorrow. Okay. We sure? positive just putting out a face right now we sure okay i i i don't i haven't lied to you recently um and i'm not lying to you right now <laughs> i loved it that's the qualification i haven't lied to you recently that's pretty good uh all right hey this is supposed to be a riley friday sad day sad day folks uh riley davis is fully healthy everything's fine he's just not here that's the sad sad part of this uh he was downgraded to questionable late last night uh, wife was the ruling and, uh, this early this morning, he was doubtful, but nobody saw the injury report. He's officially out. So this is just cart and I today, but, uh, we're going to try to keep with the spirit of a Riley Friday. I got three fun topics. Carter doesn't know what they are in tribute to Riley Davis. I just prepared them myself and, uh, hopefully they're fun. I think these are fun topics today. A little more like kind of hypothetically fun question type topics. You know, I like to dip into those every now and then, but Kick us off, Carl. What's your uh, your YouTube comment of the day? Uh, my YouTube comment comes from our Big Time Basketball Head Coach's Tears video. Uh, this comes from Brad Prather. Howard's first team that he gets so much credit for all the time had very little to do with him. That was still Beeline's team, and Howard rode his coattails and hasn't done anything except attack other coaches since. Your comment? Um, I mean, timely. Timely comment. <laughs> um. 
Yeah. So uh, I, I, I staunchly is that the word? I think that's a word. Staunchly disagree with. Uh, uh, it, it'd be Viet- vietnamly. I, I think that's just another word for staunchly. Yeah. <laughs> it could be vehemently, but no, I, I, I loudly disagree with the first element of that statement. You'll remember, uh, Brad Prather, that Jawan Howard's first team, which I think you could apply that sentiment to, was not his good team at Michigan. His first team went 19 and 12, finished ninth in the Big Ten with a 10 and 10 record. Looks a lot like his last few teams, right? That team was not great, right? That was Xavier Simpson and John Teske. That team uh, was the holdovers. He had a senior point guard, a senior center, a junior in Eli Brooks, Isaiah Livers, David DeJulius, Brandon Johns, Colin Castleton. All of those guys were the beeline guys that were left over. Cupboard wasn't bare. They were really good to start the season. They won the battle for Atlantis that year. Then it kind of fizzled out because Juwan, it wasn't Juwan's guys. That wasn't his team. Uh, COVID canceled it. We never know what would happen. Like, remember, this is the season that Michigan State fans claim they won a national title in. They they won, I think, and they lost like two less games than Michigan did this year. Uh, Michigan had a senior point guard who was one of the best point guards in the program, took the program to the national championship. We never got to see what would have happened in March. So we don't know how that season would have ended. It wasn't a great year by any means. It wasn't a good year. The following year was his great year, and it was Jawan Howard's doing. Stop it. Stop it with this nonsense. You know who that team was built around? Hunter Dickinson. That's a Jawan Howard guy. That is not a John Beeline guy. Hunter Dickinson led them in scoring as a freshman, was the best player on the team. Mike Smith and Sean D. Brown, two of the next best five players on the team. So three of the top six were original Jawan Howard guys. Smith was the starting point guard. He was great that season. Shawnee Brown was the best sixth man in the Big Ten that season. And then you look to the other three, Franz Wagner. Yeah, of course, there's ties to Beeline. Franz Wagner, go listen to the part of my take episode this week. If you want to hear how he came to Michigan, it's Jawan Howard. He had not committed. Jawan Howard was the guy who closed that deal when Franz was like, John Beeline left. I'm probably just going to sign a professional deal. So Jawan Howard deserves credit for Franz, who, by the way, became a monster under Jawan Howard. And then the the only two beeline holdovers were Isaiah Livers and Eli Brooks, which you tell me, Brad Prather, were those guys playing as well as they did under Jawan their senior years under John Beeline? Eli Brooks was a non-factor under John Beeline, turned into a really nice player under Jawan Howard. So I, I think that's ludicrous to give him no credit for year two which was a foundation of players built by Juwan Howard. He just hasn't done it since. I agree. It's somewhere in the middle for me. It's like people want to give him zero credit and then people don't want to like give him full. It's it's somewhere in the middle for me, but you make valid points. Quick, fun, hypothetical here and very short answer from you. Would you trade or like want to keep Colin Castleton for his whole career in exchange for Hunter Dickinson? And this uh, includes like you lose hunt, like you would be able to let's say keep Colin right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like Hunter leaves. I think the answer is no, because I think based on what I'm seeing with Terrace Reed, I don't feel super confident that Jawan would have turned Colin Castleton into what he became at Florida. Okay. Because a front court of Olivier and Colin Castleton, I love that. Yeah, it would it would be good defensively. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think I think the bottom line is with Hunter, you had underwhelming years, of course. But when Hunter was on a team that made sense around him as a 19-year-old kid, that was the third best team in the country in the year with Baylor and Gonzaga. Like the, the failings had nothing to do with – well, a little to do with Hunter. But the failings had to do with what they surrounded Hunter with the following years, not Hunter. I'll keep Hunter. Understood. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know I'm a big Castleton guy. You do love Colin Castleton, which I, I'm fine with. I like Colin Castleton, too. Just another classic beeline, like, under-the-radar recruit guy who turns into a monster. Like, it, we never – I would have loved to see what Colin Castleton looks like under beeline. Like, he probably steps out and hits threes as a 7-2 freak, right? Like, it would have been really fun. But, alas, John Beeline had other aspirations of uh, flaming out in the NBA after three months, dropping racial slurs accidentally. So – Classic. Yeah, here we are. Uh, and keep your hands to yourself, folks. Let's just let's be very clear about that. There is no rhyme or reason to pull your hands out of your pockets under any circumstances to members of coaching staffs. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, fun start today. Uh, hey, we keep alluding to this. We want to get to ninety subscribers. That's the flash sale that Carter Elliott gave. Uh, yesterday, Car, I, I know you saw us. We had two new members join the Discord, mm-hmm. which was really exciting. I don't believe you've seen this, which is going to be a, a sad punch to the face for you. We lost two members of the paid Discord yesterday as well. Uh... Two, two prized members, by the way. I'm not going to call them by name, but like, it's two names I'm surprised to see unsubscribe from the Discord. Hey, maybe they just maybe they need a little time to renew. Maybe, probably not. Probably not. One, we, one, lost two, we lost one, two prize members? One had a confrontational little moment this week in the Discord that may have led to this. That had nothing to do with us this time, which is good. Oh, uh, okay. That's good. Yeah. The second one was a surprise, though. Like someone who was commenting like two days ago with some great can you, comments. Can you text me the names on the side, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll text you right now. Okay. Um, but the, the point is, we now, like while we made progress and got – Two new people. We were only two people away from the 90 that we need to hit to do the power hour stream this weekend. We lost two. So now we still need four. I don't know what we do with that. (laughs) Oh, should should we do another flash sale and make it 80? No, because we're (laughs) at 86, my friend. We just we simply need we need to find a way to find four people join this Discord in the next 24 hours. Wow. Yeah, those are the names. Shocking, right? Shocking shocking oh that hurts i know it really it stings it's sad but i guess it's part of the game just the churn we we didn't prove our value enough but uh anyway the point is we need four people to join so we can do a power hour stream behind this desk right here in 24 hours we want to live stream us doing a power hour and honestly we could probably get people involved we could probably get other people playing along with us card but we need more people to join and we're not cutting corners. There will be no power hour if we don't get to it either. This is going to be one of those classics. We're just together, so we're going to do it. No, this has got to be earned. So we're not no, doing we'll, it. We'll power happen. hour. We won't stream it. We won't make it into content. We're doing it, though? Yeah, you and I are going to do it regardless. Oh. But we, we're not showing it to people if this doesn't happen. Uh, four more people, man. It's not that hard. Just four people. Do it and then pull pull the move the other two did in like a week. Just buy us 24 hours. Uh, okay, let's get to the comments. Um, bah, 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 bah. We're starting today with Guy who says, they say the younger generation is overstimulated, but I say not stimulated enough. He's got his laptop out. He's working on his TV guide for the weekend. He's got a speaker. 
uh, and he has a book called Civil Disobedience. You big reader? No, I'm a I'm an advocate for people who are like real readers. Like shout out to your wife. She's a real reader. Like she really she does this reading shit. If you're like fake reading or reading for aesthetic or reading to go to people and be like, oh, yeah, I read that last Colleen Hoover book. Like, let's 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 get real. Let's grow up. If you're going to be a reader, be a real reader. Yeah. My, my wife be in them pages. She like, be, yeah, she, I, yeah. Like she like real Kindle talk. You feel me? Yeah, she find herself in a chapter every now and then, right? Like she, she yeah. is uh okay. Yeah. What do you think guys listening to on the, the JBL speaker? Uh why do I want to say he's listening to like Joe Rogan or something? Uh no, that's disrespectful. I think he's coming with some heat, honestly. No, honestly, he's probably listening to another pod. Like he's probably listening to like Rothstein's pod or like Gary Parrish or Norlander. Why? Because he's a hoop junkie? I don't oh, just know. A, just a hoop's head? I thought you were going to say that was like competitive analysis or something. Oh, no, but I guess it could be. Guy's a team player. He would do that. But uh, all right. Uh, yeah, love you, guy. Fam, uh, this is sad. Since Riley's not here, we're still going to read these comments. I want you to answer as if you are Riley. So okay. could, you, could you just transform into Riley Davis for the next 10 seconds? Perfect. Here we go. Uh, Fam33 says, happy Bluffs Friday to all who celebrate. For Riley, what are the go-to coping activities when you go into the year with high expectations and your team just hashtag stinks? Favorite hobbies? Hmm. Well, I guess since it's winter, my favorite hobbies probably include snowshoeing. I think snowshoeing is definitely one. Me, Scoob, the wife, Theo, do a little snowshoeing. Not sure how we're going to get Theo through the snow, but... Uh, we love a good snowshoeing with a like a fresh patch of snow. Um, if my team isn't playing well, I just kind of go around the Carolinas. Like if North's not doing good, I'll t- I'll tap in the South. I maybe tap in the Charleston. Who really knows? But a lot of a lot of a lot of teams available in the Carolinas that I can be fans of that don't employ Jalen Withers. <laughs> <laughs> all right one more for riley here actually we have two more for riley uh this is from me pleasure being here on bluffs friday riley what age did you discover that santa claus wasn't real hmm? <laughs> uh, uh, is, no no oh, uh, you got one? no one faithful evening um i used to always spend the night at my boy connor's house uh in like early middle school years and uh it was so funny we we actually woke up past like 11 once we were told to go to bed and we went downstairs and like we totally saw connor's dad packing up christmas <laughs> presents and it was just it was baffling tristan freeman says hey hey Riley, would james Okonkwo get minutes for michigan state this season yes he would also tristan you would too <laughs> at mofo you are really good at uh, impersonating Riley Davis and maybe impersonating Caucasian men in general. <laughs> yeah, you know, half half Caucasian. I spend a lot of time around Caucasian men, pause around holidays and things like that. So I pick up on a few things. What's going on with your dog toy of toast with avocado? Well, I was Riley, so I just feel like I pulled out some avocado toast with some with some everything bagel seasoning on it. Like Riley definitely houses a piece of avocado toast a week. Is that a dog toy that has everything bagel seasoning on it? Yeah. That is so extra. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what what do you expect? I mean, it's incredible. Pierre lives. This, this is Pierre's downstairs toy basket. He has a, a toy basket at every level of the house. 
Pierre lives a lavish lifestyle. I like it. Um, he does. He, uh, Melba was wondering if Riley was going antiquing all day tomorrow. Uh, Ryan the Lion called it Ryan Fridays. Now, honestly, it would have been a blast to get Ryan the Lion on as a third chair for this. I'm I'm mad at Ryan the Lion right now. He's proceeded to call me not a Michigan State fan a total of, if my counter is correct, 40 times this week. <laughs> and it hurts. How was the uh, the Michigan State Twitter spaces last night? I didn't join because I was recording some previews and recaps, but uh, I heard you you called Michigan State Pitt. Uh, I I well, I said we're acting like Pitt, yeah. Like we're okay. We're okay. like we we went through. We had a fun exercise, me and DK. We went through every like recruit since twenty twenty, I think it was, or maybe even like twenty eighteen, something like that. And we gave half a point for like serviceable player, like bench piece, and a full point for a player that was a quality Big Ten starter. And I think like two players got a full point. I think we gave Aaron Henry one. And that might have been. Gotta give, have to have given Max Christie. Oh yeah, and Max Christie got a full point. Okay, I, if you if you guys were going hate mode on Max Christie, then I'm just no. Like, oh, you know you know I tried. DK didn't let it slide. Yeah, Max Christie was good. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was a it was a bad exercise, but it was it was just making me upset because there was literally one dude who I had to go off on because he got up there talking about this isn't AJ Hogarth like we are. AJ Hogarth had, is Mateen Cleese. He's just not coached right, and I I couldn't take it. I couldn't. Yeah, I don't blame you. I uh, I'm gonna go back and listen to the recording today. I saw what was going on. I was bummed I couldn't join, but yeah. I was glad to see that you were doing your thing. I heard all the reports for the Carter Elliott put on a show. So yeah, and then and then and then I'm not a Michigan State fan. Well, hey, you guys are going through it right now. It's tough. Never forget, my team has a worse record than yours. The difference is my team doesn't have anyone who cares about them. So, uh, that's nice, I guess. Uh, a lot of people that were wishing best for Riley. Jay Meisner said, come on, Riley, walk it off, buddy. Get back in the game. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't his decision. He was ruled out by the medical experts today. And uh, final comment was from Malik Perry. He says, any Christmas wishes? I want Aikens back, no initials, and Izzo to get a good five and three from the portal. Those are some pretty good wishes, to be honest. What does no initials mean? Oh, got it. <laughs> nice. Nah, yeah. Can I, can I ask you one last thing before we end the comment section? Mm-hmm. In honor of Riley Fridays, over or under, how many lawsuits do you think that Riley has either drafted up and or filed? And I'm going to set the line at three and a half. I'll take the under barely. I think it's three. Think H- it's three. HOA disputes count. I think it's three. I think it's two to three. Okay. See, I think he's had at least six HOA disputes alone. I think there's been a lot more lawsuits threatened than there are lawsuits taking action. Okay. Got it. How many buddies do you think he's thrown out at the end of those lawsuits being threatened? Probably double digits. Okay. How how many buddies do you think Riley has in general? Like people he refers to as his bud. Bud? Yeah. I don't know. But I know for a fact, and I'm not there, but I know this for a fact, that his go-to saying for Theo is sport. <laughs> and it will be moving forward. I feel like he has like a high school group chat with his buddies that's literally called like high school buddies. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, I can't wait for Riley to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I think this just turned into the Riley Davis roast, which reminds me, you and I – 
I, when I did the roast of you, I just wished you were there so badly the whole time. We we might need to turn Friday into like roast of somebody every single week. This is Man. We love you, Riley. We miss you. This is not the same without you. We move to the topics now. Uh, all right. You don't know what these are. I have three. Do you want to guess what topic number one is? Topic number one is how each AP top 25 team wins a championship. Incorrect. Topic number one is tamper portal. It's hey. time to tamper, my friend. All right. So I uh, I spent a lot of time on this last night. And, of course, I came back Big Ten cent- centric with uh, really only three or four teams. But uh, I have guys that I think are unhappy for various reasons that could be moved to another team for returns that I think would make sense. So this essentially becomes trade proposals. I have three of them. And uh, I'm referring to it as the tamper portal because that's what I'm doing. I'm tampering with these players, trying to portal them to better situations. Uh, I'll go through my three. I want you to tell me who says no in these deals. And then I want you to also come up with at least one at the end of this. If you have more than one, that's great. Only Big Ten or can I? You can go anywhere. I, for whatever reason, I couldn't think of many outside the Big Ten. So I have... I have five teams involved, three moves. One team is involved twice, and it might be your team. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Any other questions about the tamper portal? No, I'm good. I love tampering. Okay. Tamper portal time. Here we go. Number one, uh, Wisconsin and Iowa are going to make a move. The Wisconsin Badgers are going to move Connor Season and Gus Yaldin to Iowa, two guys that are not playing for them, for the Sanford brothers. Who says? Both Sanford brothers? Both Sanford brothers. For the record, I think that's a beautiful trade that works out for both parties. Mm -hmm. Iowa will say no. Ooh, okay. Actually, actually, no, 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 no. This just struck me. They'll say yes, actually, because they don't want to split up family. If they were asking for one brother, they they wouldn't let that go. They're not going to split up family, family first. So they would take that trade. I think they would accept that. So I think Peyton Sanford stinks. This is where I'm coming from. Uh, I watched Iowa get steamrolled by Iowa State last night. And my, my only takeaway on Iowa, people were like, what's wrong with Iowa? They look like a team who Peyton Sanford's their best player. Like, what are you going to do with that? Can I take my victory lap about him not being the best Sanford on the team this season? He's or is not he still worse. is he's, he still too yeah. good? He's not worse than Price. Price is giving yeah. them nothing. But Damn I it. I can take my victory lap for saying he won't be the best player on Iowa because I still think that's well. It's it's crikey, it's creaky. But yeah, um, San, Sanford's just not good. If Sanford's supposed to be your best player, you're you're gonna struggle. And uh, he takes some crazy shit too. Like he takes like heat checks with 30 seconds on the shot clock with a hand in his face. Like he just not that he's like a 32% shooter from three that thinks he's one of the best in the country until he plays Michigan or Michigan state or until Greg guard gets his hands on him. Because I think like Wisconsin's good. Obviously they have the infrastructure. We slept on Greg guard in general, but I think Sanford would be much better used than a siege. Like a siege kind of feels like a guy who needs the ball in his hands a little bit. He has some shit to him. Whereas Sanford would like you throw him off the bench, tell him he's going to play 20 minutes a game and shoot seven threes a game for Wisconsin. He's ecstatic with that. And then Wisconsin, I think like Yaldin's a guy four years from now, if he gets all his shit together, obviously there's some stuff going on there, but 
Like the to me, Asijan and Yaldin are future pieces. Iowa maybe wants some future pieces. Fran McCaffrey maybe on the way out. Maybe the maybe the AD needs to make that trade, not Fran. But I like it for both programs. Gus Gus Yaldin has all the makings of a high usage big, right? I on and on and off the floor. So exactly. All right, so that's that's a win win. Everybody, yeah, I like I like that trade a lot. All right, these two are going to get more complicated, more uh, controversial then, because they both involve your program. The first one involves my my program and your program. Mm. You know what I'm doing. Yep, I do. I'm sending Jaden Akins along with Xavier Booker and Garrick Normand. Garrick Normand redshirting on a team that desperately needs shooting. What does that say about your coaching staff's confidence in you? Xavier Booker not playing on a team that needs a big. What does that say about your coaching staff's confidence in you? Jaden Akins has no confidence in himself right now. He's broken. He needs a fresh start. That's three guys. Deep breath. Sending them to Michigan for Doug McDaniel and Terrace Reed. Hmm? Sending those three players to Michigan for Doug McDaniel and Terrace Reed. Who says no? Michigan State says no. Oh, that's insane. I think they say no. I think they both say no if that's what we're doing. But I, I well, I, I think Michigan will say no too. So I, want, I don't think I don't, I don't think they're trading. I think Doug is the untouchable piece for Michigan. Okay, let me let me flip this entirely. Then I'll make it less complicated. Doug McDaniel for Jeremy Fears. Who says no? I don't think either team. I don't think either team says no. I, but I love Jeremy Fears though. So this is tough. You're you're pulling at my personal strings right now. See, I I was gonna start the whole thing with something centered around Doug and Fears. I just wanted to throw Booker in too because you know Booker reasons. Um, so then it felt wrong because I thought you'd say no if it was Fears and Booker. But like to me, the the play here is like Michigan State still believes they can win something. Doug could absolutely help them do that. Like if if you drop Doug at point guard, oh, you're good. See, I see. I think we win more this year, but I don't know what. I don't know if it's like an astronomical difference. Like I feel, I still think the season would end like at max Sweet Sixteen. I think maybe, but I also think you're kind of underestimating how Doug would look with Tyson right now. Are we? Are and. Well, can can I throw Wop ta- in there? By the way, and Terrace. Like you have oh, a starting. You, hold on, you got to take Wop. I see. I'm just. I'm saying no to anything with Wop. He does Michigan nothing. Michigan need like one year of Wop right now on a team whose coach isn't going to be here next year. Like he does Michigan State nothing either. You're right. You're stuck with him. That's why there's a combination here that works. But the point is, I I'd rather see Doug fall into your hands than I would go to Jerome Tang in the summer. What if I okay? What if I keep Norman? Okay, I keep Norman. I keep Fears. Uh, you got because I gotta get it's Doug McDaniel dog. I have to get a piece back. Like it you're can't. Getting, you're Akins. It can't be one year of Akins for three years of Doug. That's Akins great. Cooper. Doug's so much better than Akins right now. <laughs> Akins, a- Akins Cooper Booker. Akins Cooper Booker. I'm yeah. Nah, I don't know. No, no, I need fears. I need fears in the trade. So this is a no. Everybody says no to this. Let's walk away. Yeah, we're walking away from this. All right, everybody says no to this. That's cr- Just remember, I want you to remember, you turned down Doug McDaniel. I want you to I don't, but I told you why, though. Yeah, I think you're going to regret that decision a year from now. 
I regret everything with this program right now. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, three. <laughs> this might be my favorite one, but you're going to shut it down, I think. Maybe not. Tyson Walker to Duke for Duke's entire team besides Flip and Proctor. That means you get Jeremy Roach, Caleb Foster, Jared McCain, Mark Mitchell, Ryan Young, Jaden Shute, and whoever else I'm not thinking of. Blakes, Jaden Blakes. That's a whole team. Seven new guys that has talent, that has balance, that can shoot the basketball. We haven't seen McCain and Foster in settings where they're just a starting backcourt. It might look pretty damn good, but you give up your heartbeat, your everything to a team that just goes all in on three guys. Wouldn't Duke say no to this? Uh, but I mean, in essence, but I think like they'd work out some back channel stuff where they end up with like two role players that can win. Okay. Like, they want Proctor, Walker, and Flip. Okay. If this is the case, yes, I would do that. Wow. Wow. I wasn't sure you'd get there on this one. Yeah, I would do that. Okay. I think you should do that. But they got to take WAP. So everything for you comes back to you have to dump this salary, right? Like yeah, I, I, I need to, I need to buy out WAP's contract. Nobody's doing that though. That's the thing. All right. Uh, do you have any you want to add? Okay, I got one. It's not as great of a trade, but hear me, hear me out on this one. Okay, I'm willing to. I'm, I'm trying to get. Mac from Harvard onto another team. I like it. I need to give Harvard something back. I don't know who I'm going to give them back to. But what I want is I actually want Mac on Indiana for this season and next season. I want to give them Xavier Johnson, okay, to go get it to go get his double masters as a 27-year-old. All right. I want to give them Peyton Sparks. He strikes me as a really good Ivy big. And then I'm actually going to throw in. I'm going to throw in and I will throw in Renault renew in there too. Yeah. I That's like a, a fantasy football league offer. You just immediately delete and don't even text the person back. Like that's, that's if, if, what if, if you're, if you're Harvard. Yeah, if you're Harvard, that's just a no. So the old the the iteration of that that I think would be thought about is it has to include Gabe Cups. And the play would be, hey, Harvard, Malik Mack is gonna leave and you know that. He's gone in three months. You can you can act like he's a freshman, you got four years. No, you have you have three more months of this kid. He's too good. He's leaving you. Don't let him leave for nothing. Take back Gabe Cups, who will stay at Harvard for all four years and possibly blossom into a Harvard legend because he's a high pedigree talent kid. Gabe Cups might look really good in the Ivy League. He might do more than just cardio. But I think I, it would have to be like Cups plus something for Malik Mack, I think. Okay. And something else that came to my head is going to be wild, and I might need you to help me formulate it. I want a... Colorado State and UNC trade 
involving Isaiah Stevens. For what? Are you giving him one of the big three? Oh, Cadeau. Cadeau. Cadeau and R.J. Davis. Uh, Carolina says no to that. Here's he, – okay. Cadeau plus things for Stevens I think could work because you pitch, you pitch Colorado State on, maybe you get more than one year of Cadeau. Okay, but like you can't pitch UNC on the you get Stevens, just go Stevens, Cormac, Ingram. No, nope, no. RJ's too good. Like Carolina would shut down. Like RJ's scoring twenty one a game right now. Him and Cadeau is better than Stevens. Okay, but like Cadeau, Seth Trimble need like a a young big somehow. Cadeau, Seth Trimble, Jalen Washington. 300,000 NIL dollars for Isaiah Stevens. I think that's that's at least thought about. I like that. This is fun. We might have to install like a Tamper Tuesday event. I just love the concept of the Tamper Portal. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's great. Yeah, okay. Fun Tamper Portal segment. Let's go to segment number two. Would you like to guess what segment number two is? No. Segment number two is let's add one player from any team's history to some teams. Okay. So I want to go through Big Ten teams because that's where our heart is. Uh, what one Michigan State player from Michigan State history would you add to Michigan State this season to try to salvage things? Damn, this t- okay. I, I got to salvage just this season. Salvage just, the season. Just this one. season. Yeah, nothing about future. So okay. just this season is all that matters. An asteroid hits Earth in May and we all die. Mm. I want to say either I mean the easy answer would just be I don't even think I don't know what Cash would do with this team to be honest though Uh, Cash doesn't make sense for me because your guards are fine right that's that's what I'm saying it had to be a wing or a big I have the obvious answer what is it? Draymond Green. Draymond Green. From a from a basketball sense, he has an argument for best Michigan State player in 20 years, uh, national player of the year. He would 100% not tolerate this bullshit. Like, so much of the, the, oh, they don't want it, goes away if Draymond Green is in that locker room. Yeah, see, I'm thinking talent wise, what I want on this damn team. But I think he's like he's arguably the most. Talented yeah, I mean, yeah, our, yeah, I mean, national player of the year. Okay, senior was... senior Draymond paired with Tyson Walker, and I AJ Hogard might just willingly leave the program in a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the obvious pick. I'll go with that too. Okay. Uh, to my team, you got one for Michigan. For Michigan, okay. Mm, it's not Burke because you got Doug. I'm okay with Doug. Honestly, Stauskas? Um, yeah, I don't hate that. I there's so they need so much. You could go Stauskas, Stauskas or McGarry. I so I had I had two I landed on. I think McGarry, if you just put him at center and he was like not on drugs and able to play 25 minutes, then I think they're really good. 
because any yeah. with McGarry is really good and Doug and McGarry would win you games. Yeah. Uh, my second one is just who cares if we're good? Let's just go all in on being fun. Jordan Poole with <laughs> Doug. Jordan Poole <laughs> and Doug. How fun would that be? Yeah, it'd be something. It'd be fun. Oh, it'd be, oh a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it might not make them any better than they are, but it would be even more fun. Uh, which, again, is all I care about this season, so I'd be in on that. How about Purdue? Who would you add to this Purdue team? I have a, a sneaky one I think Purdue fans are going to like me for on this. Why did the first thing that came to my mind was, like, Vince Edwards? It's Vince Edwards. Yeah. It's the right answer. It's the right answer. He'd be so perfect if you put him at the four mm-hmm. and he could just kind of slide around, do whatever's needed, not need the ball in his hands, hit shots, guard. It's so perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah, it's so perfect. Um, I thought you were going to somehow try and weasel Travion into this. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, Illinois. What one Illinois player would you put on this team? Matthew Meyer? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, I think, honestly, Trent Frazier probably. I think there's a more more obvious one than that. Oh, my God. What am I doing? Io, yeah, it's Io, it's Io. Sorry. So, so a lot I of thought. these, a lot of these exercises don't involve like, oh, they need a superstar, but it, yeah, if there was a superstar point guard on this team with everything yeah. else, they're number one in the country. I just, I somehow forget about Illini's PG discussion now nowadays. I also think, like, honestly, Io is probably the answer for Illinois, no matter what the roster is, every single season. He was just that Io. good. He was that yeah. good and that important to that program. I think they would just pick him every single time. Definitely. Uh, is there anybody else we want to do here? Like, is there someone from Maryland that would like fix Maryland? No, I don't think so. Um, I think Indiana. I think Indiana would be a good one. Like Kevin Herter on Maryland isn't making a difference. No, I don't think so. Hakeem Hart isn't making a difference. No. What about uh, Ohio? Actually, State? actually. Sub out Dante Scott for Jake Lehman. I think there might be a difference made with this team. That'd be fun. Ohio State, your Bucks. Uh, so, I mean, just quick hypothetical. What happens if you drop Bryce Sensible on this team right now? I honestly think they're pretty nasty. You think they go from an eight and one basketball team to a better basketball team with Bryce Sensible in the locker room? Either nine and zero or one of those eight wins are by a lot more points. You know what Ohio State's record is with Bryce Sensabaugh this year? What? Five and four. You think? 100%. 100%. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm easily taking Bryce Sensabaugh over, over Mahaffey. Yeah, I mean, if we could just, like, take away all the good things Roddy Gale's doing and instead give Bryce 20 step-back mid-range twos a game, that would help. Love, love step-back mid-range. Well, okay, what would you do with Indiana? I think Indiana should be involved in this exercise. Yeah. Yep. Um, hmm. I mean, Oladipo's obvious, and I think yeah. he could oddly, like, cover point guard for this team. It had to be a guard, right? No, yeah, the, the answer is Yogi Ferrell. Is it Yogi? The answer is Yogi Ferrell, because they need someone to, like, run the show more than they need uh, just, like, a, I don't know, a wing. What about Jalen Shafino just running it back? Honestly, year two Huchifino on this team would have been special. Would have been nasty. Would have been special. Okay. Or is it crazy to say is it crazy to say Trace and say we want Trace running point and they're just going Monstars lineup? <laughs> That'd be I mean, Woodson would do that if given the option. 
it would be better than it is right now, even though Indiana's good, man. Seven to one. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Indiana might be a Final Four team this year while Mike Woodson sleeps through it. It could happen. Uh, okay. All right. Fun exercise. I think we're done here. Let's move to topic number three. Do you want to guess what topic number three is? No. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a game of when does their season end? Oh, great. When, when does their season end? I'm going to throw rapid fire teams at you. Rapid fire. And then we get 10 seconds to talk about it after. I want you to tell me when this team's season will end. Okay. Any questions? Nope. Purdue, when will their season end? Final four. No hesitation on that from you. Final four. They were losing the final four. I think they lose in the Sweet 16. Ooh. Yeah. And it's so I was going to go spicy. I was going to be like, yeah, I think it manifests again. It's like a round of 32 exit. But I think the more reasonable answer is Sweet 16. They're going to get a one seed. They should have a favorable draw. But I do think there's real concerns. And ultimately, like, it almost feels like the the most infuriating thing for Purdue fans would be a Sweet 16 exit. Because if they lost in round one again, it's like, we are broken. It is painter. We're broken. And if they win a national championship, it's we did it, you idiots. But if they lose in the Sweet 16, they still don't know. They're looking around like, is this a problem or is it not? We're stuck. We're purgatory. And I think that's the the reasonable ending here. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Illinois, where does their season end? Elite eight. Oh, wow. A little bit of a run there. I love my my line. I get over the hump this year. Okay. Is it like a crushing defeat in the Elite Eight? Yeah, it's a classic, too. It's a classic. Like, uh, take take like the Michigan State, Kansas State, like that type of like overtime, run and gun, going back and forth, Terrence Shannon versus some other wing. I like that. I'm going to go Sweet 16. I do think this is a second weekend team. I think they get over the hump, but I think uh, they almost, maybe they get a little too comfortable that they got over the hump once they get there. And it's mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like we did it before the Sweet 16 game, and then they draw a one seed matchup with Kansas, and things go south. Although it's hard. I need. To I, need I need that would be great. That'd be scenes. That would be scenes. Uh, Michigan State. Where does your season end? It already ended. No. Where does your season end? Uh, it ends in the first weekend of the tournament. First game. First game. Okay. First game. I, I'm gonna go there too. I think this is a, a first round loss. Team yeah, right I, it's it. This has the smellings of a ten seed. We lose to a seven seed. What percent chance is there that you miss the tournament? Zero. Okay, I think it's like ten, ten to twenty. I'm z- I, zero. They're gonna find a way somehow. Okay. Is that number gonna rise if you lose to Nebraska? Yes. Okay. Uh, some non-Big Ten ones. Florida Atlantic. Sweet 16. I'm going Final Four. Ooh, you think they're going back. We back haven't up- back. We haven't updated our Final Fours in a while, but I'm in on Florida Atlantic. I think this has Butler's back-to-back runs vibes to it. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, see, I see the path. Uh, Marquette.
Uh, uh, Elite Eight. Okay. That feels right to me. I'm with you. Uh, Align. Duke. First weekend. I need I need round specifics. Second round. I think Duke loses in the first round. In like a I, I it could be like a five twelve for Duke this year. And they catch like a legitimate like Duke James Madison in the five twelve. Yeah, I would they they would get picked to get upset. Yeah. Uh Kentucky. Sweet sixteen. I'm gonna go Elite Eight for Kentucky. I, I wanted to go there. Thank you for going there. I didn't have the courage. I think there's a deep run for Kentucky that lands where they catch a team with more experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also see a world where they're in a Final Four. Honestly, can I? if I could book this, Kentucky, Florida, Atlantic, and the Elite Eight would be so good. That'd be so good. So good. And Vlad Golden would be the difference in that game, by the way. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else I want to get to here. Um, uh, I like USC. Do you want to give one for USC? Uh, they're gonna lose first game. Okay, and uh, final one. Let's end with this. It's a Riley Friday, North Carolina. I'll leave. Uh, Well, folks, if you haven't been able to tell, (laughs) Carter Elliott just got kicked out of our Zoom call. Uh, This show started with him being 25 minutes late saying he was afraid his computer was going to die. So apparently his computer just died. He just texted me. My laptop just straight up died again. Uh, So I'm just going to wrap the show. Let's finish with one big thing presented by Bigby. And you know what? Damn it. I have something to do today. Uh, this was intended to be brought to a Riley Friday for vibes. And then I was going to do it with Carter Elliott and surprise him even without vibes. But now Carter's not here and Riley's not here. Damn it. I'm still doing it. I'm getting my bars off. I have another rap for you folks. Uh, this is supposed to be over a Drake beat, by the way. Like this was written to the stories about my brother instrumental, which starts with like conductor and then it goes fire for the next four minutes. Envision that if you can for me. My one big thing presented by Big B is this rap. This is called the Dalton Connect Freestyle. I got a lot of thoughts, but it's all in my head. I got a lot of enemies, but all of them dead. All I really care about is balling and checks. And if you're sleeping on the white boy, I'm Dalton Connect. I volunteered for this shit. Started in the basement. Then it got a facelift. Then it got amazing. If the shit's a test, then I aced it. Vegas. If you pour a shot, then I'm acemous. Face it. Bars like Dilly. Boy got silly. They all want to know, but they don't know. Trilly. I'm going to go from zero to a million a year. And I looked for competition, but it really isn't here. And it really isn't fair. Got them saying no way. Did it with a little baby. They say, that's Jerome Tang. Went from a flat bill and a gold chain to a flat build running miles in the cold rain saying clear out, clear out. I don't got no fears now. I don't got my years now. Heroes turn to peers now. Knew I had the drive, but I steer now. Knew I had the talent, but the talent knows I'm here now. Clear out. Got a lot of thoughts, but they're all in my head. Got a lot of enemies, most of them dead. All I really care about is balling in checks. And if you're sleeping on the white boy, I'm Dalton Connect. But if you think for one second coach is calling a set, you offer your meds. Left, right, ball in the net. 
You see, I got the type of game that leaves him awfully impressed. And if you really tell me pass the ball, I want next. That's the Sleepers Podcast. We'll see you next week.